0: Oh, yeah, here we are in the forest. You can hear the pines the swaying in the breeze. I'm T. Tiffany Lee Brown. This is the podcast known as Burning Tarot. Before it was a podcast, Burning Tarot was an art project, uh, partially conducted at Burning Man, much of it in collaboration with folks like the photographer Steve Fritz. May he rest in peace. And, um,. It was great fun, and I'm glad that now it's a little podcast where we take nature walks out here in the woods of Oregon, and we pull a card, give us a little guidance. If you want your own reading, go to tiffanyleebrown.com, click on shop, and you can grab a reading or a, um, we can do a personalized, customized, one-on-one guided meditation, I specialize in the earth and grounding meditations but we often do all four elements so whatever element is calling to you if you'd like to work with me on that we can do it over the phone or in person if you happen to be in central oregon let me finish that commercial for myself it's tiffanyleebrown.com we're gonna try to keep things short today unusual i know because i do love to blather If you want to hear about this really great card we pulled today, you're gonna have to put up with some background noise. We have the crunchy snow. We have the squeaky snow pants. Ooh, and we have the hair of some poor animal in the snow. Huh, there's some hoof prints. I'm looking for the predator's prints. I don't see them. Oh, there we go, over there. Canine. That's my guess. Wow, well, looks like the animal got away. Probably the poor coyote's still hungry, or they found somebody else to get. So that's what it's like here at Burning Tarot. You'll just have to, you know, listen to the funny background noises and enjoy the forest with me. So we won't just focus on tarot cards here. We will also focus on whatever the woods have to bring us in this day, in this moment. One thing that the woods have for us today is called sunshine. It's very nice to see the sun out after a few weeks of mostly overcast, snowy, some rainy, slushy stuff. There's something magical about a winter sun. And if you're in the northern hemisphere, and you're far north enough to have a mysteriously different sun this time of year, I really encourage you to get out there, take a hike, if that's possible for you. Look out your window if that's something you can do. I know some of you have chronic illness and are not out and about all the time. I have chronic illness too. You get to hear from me when I am out and about, but it isn't always So if you can find some way to enjoy the particular type of sunlight we get at this time of year, I just want to encourage you to soak it in. The sun is starting to take over again ever since solstice in December. So our days are getting longer and the slanting sideways type of silver glow of that deep, deep winter sunlight is beginning to give way to a sun that goes a little bit higher in the sky each day. And the light retains a silvery quality but begins to get that summery golden quality too. I happen to love this time of year for that quality of sunlight And that's why I think when you, if you look at like the Dutch masters and certain paintings that just captivate and capture light, captivate the viewer, capture the light of the moment, it's often that Northern Latitudes light. It's kind of weird and it's very mystical. So wonderful time to get out there and enjoy it. The snow we've got remaining here looks like little puzzle pieces on the ground where I am standing right now. It's pretty cool. It looks like clouds or puzzles or maybe aspects of a map. And this echoes the puzzle piece quality of the bark on the Ponderosa pines that are towering all around here. And this looks like a good spot. Here comes the zipper noise to grab our tarot card and take a picture of it out here with the puzzle pieces yeah it looks nice it's a the tarot card's got a lot of gold and yellow and these dead grasses out here from last year so do they i think that's nice yeah so i always have fun choosing the photo spot for this i don't usually do it live on the podcast but what the heck let's give it a shot So we have here, amid the snowy, grassy puzzle pieces of this part of the forest, we have, Uh uh-huh, you heard that. That was me taking a picture of the Ace of Swords. Oh, let's take another one, just in case. Ace of Swords is what we have for this week, week plus, depending how long it takes us to get to our next reading. So this is uh, this is great news if you have been feeling stuck. If you've been wondering if you're heading in the right direction. If you've been kind of looking for permission to move forward. As I say these things, I think, oh my gosh, this sounds like me. I'm just projecting here. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm just projecting here. Watch out, here comes that zipper again. I'm getting cold. Oh, oh, oh. Um... But a lot of people have been feeling that way, not just because the winter weather and the holidays and the changing of the year. All of these things can um, really change the feeling of trajectory that we may have. It's often an interesting combination of, I'm at a standstill. I'm too busy to do anything, you know, except see to each day. And uh, there can be a lot of relationship and community issues that come up around the holidays. So family issues might boil over because everybody gets together for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Uh, But we've also had some astrological forces that have thrown lots of people for at least one loop. Mars was retrograde in Gemini for like ever. And has now stationed direct and should be moving forward by now. I don't have an ephemeris on me, but some, you know, Mars moving forward in Gemini suggests definite forward motion, just like this Ace of Swords does. And we had a Mercury retrograde. So those of you who don't practice astrology or don't, you know, that's just not your style. And I've heard from some of you. I get it. I won't talk about it too much on the Tarot Podcast, but a little bit here and there. So Mercury retrograde happens a few times a year. The planet Mercury appears to start moving backward in the sky. And this period is associated with cars breaking down, computers breaking down, phones not working, batteries exploding. Um... (laughs) people wildly miscommunicating with one another and all sorts of like snafu stuff. So even if you have the energy and the ace of swords is a card that says, "Hey, we're going to be getting some energy here." Uh if you even were one of those people who had the energy during this period of time, having both Mars and Gemini retrograde and Mercury retrograde might just have kicked your butt. And they're just what what steps forward that you did manage to make might have seemed to take a ridiculous amount of time or work. You know, like like you're trying to send an email out to your email list and the file containing the words you wanted to send them goes missing, the backup for it doesn't work and you waste two hours on the phone with Dropbox trying to figure that out and then you go sign into your MailChimp or Constant Connection or whatever, Constant Contact account to send out your email, and their system's all wackadoodly and it doesn't work. These kinds of chains of small, annoying events, or even big ones, can really plague people. Uh, and I've heard from a lot of people that they were <laughs> really, including me, that were slammed by this stuff. Um, And car troubles and, you know, just stuff that keeps you from moving forward. Well, with Mercury, I think yesterday, stationing direct. Mars stationing direct just before that. And now the Burning Tarot pulling out an Ace of Swords for us. That's a pretty strong indicator of like, hey guys, let's move forward. Here comes the energy. Some of the annoying blockages are ready to get out of our way. We can kind of sail forward now. That can feel good. Uh that can also feel a little uncomfortable if we're not sure to where we are sailing exactly. Ace of swords is associated with intuition. It's kind of a in in some of the decks it's a it's a hand of god card. So like in the rws smith rider weight deck you'll see um you know a cloud up in the sky and the hand is coming out of the cloud and holding this sword the hilt is pointed or it's grabbing the hilt and the the blade is pointed up to the heavens i mean it's like god with a sword pretty powerful you could also think of like Avalon, you know, in the King Arthur myths, the hand emerging from the lake and the Lady of the Lake you know, thrusts forward Excalibur. Note that it is a double-edged sword. Ah, there's always a catch, isn't there? So sneaky. The universe can't just make everything easy. So the double-edged sword uh, is a pretty fun metaphor. We know that we can take this blade and do our best to, you know, bend it to our will. Use it as a tool. Have it move forward in ways that we want to go. But a double-edged sword is far more likely to, uh, you know, backfire or cut us a little bit as we go on our journey. So we have to be careful with it compared to a single edged sword. I mean, hey, if I had a single edged sword, I would wanna be careful of that too, right? I used to have swords. My friend, Sean gave me a bunch of really cool swords many years ago and they got lost, stolen or sold during the many interesting moves back and forth, California, New York, Oregon, whatever. Wish I had a sword, but I do have an ace of swords. So I'm looking forward to this energy. It does ask us to have some trust. It's hard to move forward, zipper again, if you don't trust yourself. Velcro, zipper, okay, here comes the card out of my inner pocket. You got to have trust to move forward and to wield a big shiny God-blessed double-edged sword. For those of you who are working on very particular projects and have a strong sense of your life trajectory right now, this may be really easy. You're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is. Boom, 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 let's go. It is the swords, so that corresponds to the suit of air, the element of air. So this is a particularly good time to... Think your thinky thoughts. Work with things like words, computers, um, engineering designs, uh, strategies, brain stuff, and uh, communications. Communications might get difficult, but at least there's um, some impetus to try. So uh, if you are not sure where you're going and you're sort of just living day to day and wondering what you're doing next or like me like actively (laughs) questioning your current life path ace of swords can be a little more challenging so if you do know exactly what you're about what you're doing where you're going how you should do it ace of swords is basically saying yeah yep yes You have permission, and you're going to feel some energy. And your brain might even feel like it's just kind of waking up. And um, you might have a forceful inspiration to accomplish your tasks and move things forward. That can sure be nice, huh? It's a really nice feeling, especially if you've been stuck or been like running around a bunch of obstacles. And for those of us who are more in a questioning phase... Feeling our way around, trying to work towards something new, you know, having some setbacks that, you know, make you wonder whether you even want this new thing. That's where I am. Wishy-washy as I'll get out. Ace of Swords is still going to bring us this energy. It's giving us permission to start something new. It can be resuming an old, you know, project or correspondence. But Ace of Swords gives us permission to go, 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 and it specifically gives us permission and maybe inspiration to do new, new, new. While we're doing that, we really have to rely on our intuition. Ace of Swords has great intuition. We have great intuition. You know, it's hard to always remember to really check in with the inspiration and with the intuition. Because there's so many other factors in our lives giving us feedback. We have um, we have people in our lives that indicate whether they approve of what we're doing now, right? Or whether kind of they're getting what they need out of us to put it in this kind of crude transactional phrasing. Oh, look, I just came across the... Footprints of me and my friend walking here yesterday. Hello, friend. I think you're listening to this. <laughs> Your name might start with a K. I found our footprints. Walking over them again. Um, what the hell was I talking about, people? Ace of Swords, intuition. Right. So we get a lot of outside influence. Um, and everybody's different about how they take that and feel about it. Changes from day to day and year to year in our lives. You might be um, in a phase where you're really enthralled to your family. You're raising kids. You have a partner. You're not going to have a whole lot of extra oomph for like, I feel like going off on this intuitive, fun, extra project. You might just not have that. You might be helping an elder in your life with their end of life process. And you might be completely overwhelmed by that um, we also get feedback that can interrupt our intuitive processes uh, from media so it's not just the people we know it's the random people out there <laughs> the ones writing the newspaper stories, that would be me um, and making the podcasts, oh wait that's me too um, but You know, if you're taking in a lot of material that's giving you examples of people's lives, and that could just be like a TV show, right? Or an article about how you should do your self-care. All of these things are kind of input, input, input. Certainly if you have a boss, if you have a partner who's critical of you, um... That kind of person can really uh, jump in the way of your own intuitive process, right? So this is a good time to, um... well, hello. We were just spoken to by a bird. I cannot see them. They sound like a corvid. Corvids, messengers of air. So if they show up while we're doing a reading of the Ace of Swords, we better listen up. This is the important part. Clear out at least a little bit of time where you can get away from those other voices. The stuff that um, peels you away from your intuition. And, you know, maybe it's just like one hour a week where you can sit with your inner self. And you'll probably, you know, if you don't have a lot of time for this kind of thing. Whoops, almost dropped the phone. All right. Uh, You might find that you'll have these introjects that come up in your thinking. So that would be like a, a parental introject where your parent isn't standing there criticizing you or making commentary on your life choices. But you have a version of them in your own brain that might be running a monologue about how you're doing and maybe it's not positive maybe it is but a lot of times it's not and your parent can be somebody who's passed away and you can have that experience or you might be looking at a project that you're interested in and questioning it not so much from the depths of your own experience or your own intuition but from what something in your mind assumes that um this one friend or colleague might say about your project. So if you, you know, sit down and try to declutter the mind for a bit, meditation, baths, take a walk. There's plenty of ways that people do this. But you might spend the first 20 minutes just listening to these interjects, these inner criticisms. Um, and that's kind of Okay. Let them do their thing for a little while and then be like, okay, I heard you, invisible parent inside my head. Now I'm going to turn you off. You know, thanks for the advice. Don't let them go on too long, any particular voice. Uh, And so after you kind of clear those guys out, let them have a brief say. So for some of you, Whatever, that would take you 20 seconds. You're just going to drop into beautiful, clear meditation immediately. Fabulous. I'm not quite there yet. So for me, it takes some time to run the chitter-chatter through my jumping monkey brain before I get to the good part. Depends what kind of work I'm doing. But in this case, I'm talking about just literally being with myself and my inner voices and recognizing that they're influenced by a lot of external factors. So kind of letting the literal external factors go away, like get away from them. I I need to be not reading something, not looking at a screen, not listening to people. For me, that means going out in the woods. For you, that might mean um, shutting your bedroom door and turning off your phone. So we get that external stuff out of the way, spend a little bit of time with our internal, the introjects, where we've taken the external stuff over the years and internalized it. And we use it to kind of critique our life as we go. These can be useful, by the way. They don't have to be bad. But sometimes we need to get past them or away from them. So give ourselves a few minutes to do that. Uh, For some people, that's hard exercise is going to work a lot better than, like, sitting around thinking or sitting around meditating, trying not to think or, you know, whatever. You know your technique. You do what works for you. I'm just going to be climbing through the snow here. Now I'm on dry ground. Uh, And so once you get to that point, then just try to let the inner voices speak. Let the Ace of Swords speak who is, by the way, in this depiction of the golden tarot, a kind of badass looking, holding his sword up, golden angel. Golden angel. So let the ace of swords course through your body and fill you with inspiration and forward motion. Listen to the intuition, and you may find that it is guiding your actions. Even if you can't access the angel of intuition, when you're sitting there in your bath, when you're doing your meditation, you might not have a clear sense of, oh, here's exactly what the angel is telling me. This ace of swords forcefulness and intuitive motion can just you might just see it acting in your life. You'll realize that you are making certain choices and moving forward in certain directions even if you're not quite sure why. This is a good time to to enjoy that. To savor it. I would say if you've been giving yourself readings or if you've been like buying personal readings from me as well and Uh, Or if you're doing astrology, if you're in a part of your life where other indicators, other cards and planets and stuff, are suggesting you might be fooling yourself or in a phase of deception, so if you have like a strong um, Neptune transit going on, or you keep pulling the moon card, or the seven of swords, then in that case, I would say, okay, You be careful with this double-edged Ace of Swords. There may be a lot more going on than you can quite understand yet. So you're going to have to do your best to slow down the forward motion and make sure that you're um, safe, really, uh, before anything gets too crazy. Everybody else, you're going to feel the forward motion. Maybe the meditations and things will help you understand where that's going. Maybe you already know exactly where your forward motion needs to go. Uh, Enjoy it. Be careful. Uh, Be careful enough. Double-edged sword. But trust your intuition. Trust the angel. The God that thrusts his hands out of the... You know, out of the cloud, handing you a sword. Da-da-da-da. You know, you're, you're King Arthur. It's your job to take the sword and um, lead the kingdom. So for heaven's sake, do it, right? Um, and again, this might take the intuitive form of not knowing what the hell you're doing. <laughs> and trusting that. Just say, okay. I don't have a plan or a map here, but I'm going to just keep nosing forward. That's how I do my walks out here in the woods. It seems to work out great. So far, at least, I've never been attacked by a bear or a cougar or whatever. And um, I end up in wonderful places and times. But sometimes that's harder to do with my real life. It's harder to trust myself to just walk out into the forest And that I'll be okay, and my family will be okay, and my income will be okay. So I know for me, the Ace of Swords sounds like a wonderful um, energy to have brewing right now. We're also in Aquarius season pretty soon here. And that's more air. Uh, So let's, let's just do this air element thing. Use our minds. Use our skills. Either follow the intuition carefully and just kind of trust that we're going somewhere. Or if you already know where you're going, great time to like, whew, I'm unsheathing my sword. I am kicking ass. And I can do something new. The universe is giving us permission to start anew. Double-edged sword can be good for hacking away extraneous bits. You know? If there's stuff that's just standing right in your way or you've been letting it hang around and bug you for a long time, I think the Ace of Swords can also help you deal with that. You don't want to get uh, bogged down by that. This is a wonderful forward, forward motion energy. You don't want to waste all of it just dealing with the past, just finishing out an old project just peeling away from a damaging relationship but it can that can come with it you know but by by its nature if you start something new something old is going to have to recede there won't be room for all the news and all the olds <laughs> to hang out together you know um so you might expect a bit of that too it could be consciously done where you take the sword and you say, I don't like that over there. I'm cutting it out of my life. Or it could be more subtle where you begin to move forward on a current project and you find that a past project feels less important uh, over the upcoming months. This reading is for, you know, the week, right? But I think our Ace of Swords here, this is going to have long-term reverberations. So... uh, If you do have a new project or an idea, go for it. It's not just about what's going to unfold this week, but this is a great week to channel the Ace of Swords energy and really move forward. You might find that this pulls you forward for the next two years, but you got to, at some point, trust your intuition, get out of the house, get out of bed if you're capable of that, you know, metaphorically or physically. Um get a move on this energy is here for us to work with this angel I'm looking at the angel again staring right into my eyes what is it that it wants and there's a crown around the blade as is typical for an ace of swords card so this is you know this is the part of us that has a lot of sovereignty the part of us that can be a leader to others but really needs to have sovereignty over the self. And over our own lives. Our special double-edged sword, you know, has a crown around it. We are a super special angel right now. You know, Uh, our mind might feel clear for the first time in weeks or months. Go for things that feel clear. Little sparkles of clarity should make themselves evident. And, and go ahead and work with those. If you have been a little muddle headed <laughs> with this, like, which I think is this, um, retrograde Mars and Gemini thing that was going on for so long, um, you might be in the habit of like not trusting your mind. Cause you're like, hello, fuzzy headed winter over stressed out holiday mind. You're giving me indications. You're saying, Hey, let's go do this thing. But I don't know if I trust you mind are you going to lead me astray do I really have the energy to do this new thing so you might have some uh, doubts and second guesses but basically yeah you can move forward you know unless you have other indicators in your life or in your readings that are saying like whoa 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 slow down look out for a a wrong turn Uh, other than those people everybody else like boom boom Burning Tarot. Yo, let's go. We can do this. Do this thing. And if we are starting something new or zooming into a new phase that we don't understand yet, even if that particular project, even if that new journey or path doesn't lead to quote-unquote success, doesn't lead to where we thought it was going to go, doesn't work into the five-year plan, doesn't fit into the strategic you know whatever that's okay we're in an intuitive realm we are blessed by the gods and the fates we are needing to follow our fortune and our deep inner will that manifests itself as intuition so the particular project and its brand of success or failure how that rates with the powers that be of you know numbers and money and ego I won't worry about that so much a lot of these uh, because of the ace of swords energy a lot of these really will end up being successful in those terms but it's important for us to realize that there's a larger success that this is all pointing us towards and it's a it's a deeper one it has to do with us and our each of us our personal development and how that interacts with our world our community and our daily lives. So there you go, folks. Ace of swords, kicking some butt. I hope you enjoy it. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot. Ciao, ciao. Oh, wait, it's me again. We're out of the forest now, but I have a little message for you. Um, we are experimenting with a new tarot spread here at Burning Tarot, and you are invited for free to take place in this experimentation, and it would help me out. And it would also give you some free tarot talk or a free reading. This is a spread developed by Susan Prince, my lovely friend and teacher and activist and spiritual guide. And uh, it's it's a reading that does relate to this Ace of Swords. I'm calling it the Shine a Light reading. And it's about asking, what is my light? How do I shine it in the world? And it's really intriguing. We've come up with very interesting cards that have been coming up. And so we would really love it if you wanted to participate. Again, it's free. You would just email with me, and uh, I would send you the instructions for pulling the cards for your reading. And if you don't own your own cards, I would have you use a, just an internet site to get the cards for you. At that point, you can read the cards and look at them yourself, or you can just have me read them, and we can schedule a phone call and do some emails back and forth. The goal being to, uh, to help me develop this reading that was so compelling that Susan came up with and that she has very kindly Offered to let Burning Tarot use. So it's for all of us, and as we learn more about how this particular spread works, uh, it would just be really great to have your input. So that's burningtarot at gmail.com if you want to play uh, with beta testing or, you know, helping with the Shine a Light reading. So put Shine a Light in the subject header of your email. That will help me sort it out. Uh, And that would be open to, like, if you have friends who dabble in the tarot a bit, maybe they're not tarot readers, but they know a little bit of tarot, they have their own tarot pack or deck, and you think that particular person might be good for this, they can get in contact with me as well. But please don't post this request to social media or on a mailing list. I don't want just random strangers. <laughs> I'm just looking for a core, solid group of people who uh, wanna help us develop this reading and wanna get some, a little bit of free reading for themselves. I hope that includes you, my Burning Tarot friends. If you're enjoying the background music here, this is the new Eric Hausman record. This is an old collaborator of mine back in the day in Portland and let me look at the album it is called Ambient Spectre and that's Eric Hausman H-A-U-S-M-A-N-N and I'm assuming that he's probably doing a lot on soundcloud.com if you want to check out his work he's really awesome all right my friends a little more music and then we're done